grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. Hello everyone. Well, today's episode, we're going to answer one of your questions that you have sent in. But before we do that, we want to give a special mention to Anya. And he left us a lovely message over on our Instagram at Keeping Up the Windsors pod. She just said, I wanted to say a huge thank you for putting so much time and effort into Keeping Up the Windsors each week. I've been obsessed with the royal family ever since I was four and realised there were real princes and princesses. But as you can imagine, because I live in Ireland, there aren't very many people I know that have much interest in the royals. For this reason, I love getting to listen to your podcast each week and hearing multiple views and opinions from fans of the royals and not just journalists. Half the time, it just feels like I'm having a chat with friends. Thank you so much, Anya, for that lovely message. And her cousins, Elizabeth and Anna, also listen to us. So... Hello. So, Hello. Welcome to the podcast. It's so lovely to kind of like put some names to some people who are listening. Uh, honestly, Anya, thank you so much for that. We smiled from ear to ear, didn't we, Rachel, when we had that comment? Yeah. So lovely. It's so sweet. Yeah. Um, we want to give you a little heads up of today's episode because Rachel is on holiday. We are doing this retro. What is it like in in the in the past? We, we're recording this we're recording in the past, in the past but we're listening to it in the future. <laughs> So what I'll do is if there's some really good juicy royal news coming up, I will insert that now into the royal roundup and then I will place whatever else we're going to say in the rest of the podcast afterwards. So if there's any juicy stuff, I'll pop that in now. Yes, past Michelle, we've had three royal topics to discuss in this week's roundup. Firstly, the royal hobnob had her birthday. The princess royal turned 72 this year and lots of royal accounts took to the socials to wish Princess Anne a happy birthday. So happy birthday to you. I mean, I wish Rachel was here to sing along with me. We've also heard about a new charity collaboration between the Duchess of Cambridge and Roger Federer. They're joining forces to raise money for action for Children, a charity that helps vulnerable children, and the Law and Tennis Association that helps children take part in tennis. It's part of the Labour Cup, I think I'm saying that right, and will be taking place in September. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you're the first to hear about more details coming up about this engagement. And finally, Royal Community, we heard that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex will be visiting the UK and Germany. Now, in a post from Harry and Meghan's media team, they said... We are pleased to announce that Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, will be visiting the United Kingdom and Germany during the first week of September this year. Now, Royal Community, they will be attending the One Young World 2022 Summit in Manchester on September the 5th. The Invictus Games Dusseldorf 2023 One Year to Go event on the 6th of September in Germany 
And then they'll be back in the UK on the 8th of September for the Well Child Awards. So, I mean, what are you thinking about this? What are you thinking about them coming to the UK? Because to be honest, I think this sparks way more questions than it does any kind of excitement within me. So, for instance, like what about the security issue? There was such a problem for Harry and Meghan in the past, so much so that they didn't come to Prince Philip's Thanksgiving service. You know, have they come to an agreement with the Home Office and dropped any further legal action against them with this whole we want security and the Home Office should pay for it. And you know, and I know, Royal Community, that the British tabloids are going to have a field day with them being in the UK. It's roughly the same time that the Cambridge children go back to school and we usually have a back to school picture that will be kind of pitted against Harry and Meghan. There'll also be rumours about whether the Queen will meet them or they'll, you know, sort this feud out between Prince William and Prince Charles. And also it's just going to be good publicity for them that if Harry's memoir is released this year or next year, they can go on the back of the publicity that is drummed up from these charity events. There's a lot going on here. It's not just Harry and Meghan come to the UK, go to an event and off they go, because they did kick up the sandstorm, didn't they, around security. So they have to lie in the bed that they've made. We shall see. I always say this on the podcast. A lot more will be revealed, I'm sure, as the time draws near. But let us know what you think, Royal Community. What do you think about Harry and Meghan coming to Europe for these charity events? Let us know over on Instagram, Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod, or on email, Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod at gmail.com. Now it's back to past Michelle and Rachel, who are answering a question from one of the Royal Community members, which, to be honest, couldn't have been more amply timed. So let's get on with the royal news. Royal news this week is going to be answering one of the royal community's questions. Rach, which one did we choose? So Shirley 2017 asked us, do you think Harry and Meghan will ever come back to being working royals? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's, yeah, that's a quite a controversial one, isn't it? And I really like this question because it's very nuanced. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Rach. What's your initial initial gut reaction? What do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That was exactly mine, especially because I think they have started to brush too much dirt up for it to be swept under the rug and for them yeah, to just be yeah. completely forgiven and forgotten. I think there's too much water under the bridge, not just the family, but the actual institution itself that, yeah. you know, Harry's been a part of his whole life. Like he said, so much has come out in the last year or so that it would be extremely hard for them to come back as working members of the royal family. And also their popularity here in the UK has completely taken a nosedive. They were pretty much, with William and Catherine, the most popular royals, weren't they? Especially Harry. He was always beloved by um, the public. Well, he was your favourite, wasn't he? He was. He was one of my favourites. Yeah. And I don't mind admitting that. As my dad always says. (laughs) Go on. What does Mr Andrews say? (laughs) Whenever I mention um, Harry, he goes, oh, that traitor. Yeah. And that that is the general feeling. I'm not saying everybody has that view. I'm not saying that at all. But the majority of people that I speak to, even if they're not particularly royal fans, they have that sense of, 
he's done the royal family dirty right mm. and you know what i mean i've always had mixed reactions to harry and meghan because i really championed their decision to look after their own well-being and leave but then they started with a spotify deal and then an oprah interview and then this memoir obviously we don't have at the moment so we don't know how dirty it's going to be you know how how much dirty is going to dig out but if they wanted to have a quiet life if they wanted from what they said about leaving they wanted to get out of the press they wanted to not be part of the machine the institution that's fine they are well within their rights as human beings to have the life that they choose to have but it's the way in which you do it and then also when it's done how you then portray yourself and what that looks like personally I think it would be an absolute hypocrisy for them to then come back is what I think it would go against their values it would go against everything they've said about the royal family being racist and bullying and I don't think the royal family would have them back no I was just going to say that and it comes down to trust how far are Meghan and Harry willing to go yeah and they'd be on tenterhooks if they ever did come back in a working capacity especially for Charles and William it would be like oh well if we don't give them what they want are they gonna you know play up and if something's not going away yeah exactly And I think at this point, it's very hard because there isn't that family bond now. You know, Harry lives in another country, but it's clear to see, especially at the Jubilee, that I think there's no love lost, especially between the brothers. And that's really sad because although they're on this world stage, at the end of the day, they are brothers and they've gone through something so traumatic in their life with losing their mother. You would think that would bring them together and they wouldn't want to be apart. There's probably been hurt on both sides from William and Harry, especially after the whole Oprah interview. We saw Catherine on an engagement. It was supposed to be a solo engagement, but William went with her in the end, didn't he? Because she was questioned. As journalists said, is the royal family a racist family? because they knew those questions were going to get asked because of what was brought up in the interview. And I just think now everything that Meghan and Harry do, people in a way, they just don't take them seriously like they would have before if they were still working royals. Yeah, and I think, to be honest, the turning point for the Sussexes was in that documentary. Meghan had said, but nobody's asked me how I am. Like, how am I doing? And it was at that point we realised the edges were fraying within the relationships within the family. But for me personally, I think the nail in the coffin was when Harry and Meghan, during the pandemic, is on Oprah talking to a billionaire about being cut off and his child not having titles and then them not even naming the person who they were alluding to being racist. I just thought to myself, your grandfather is in hospital right now. The country is on its knees. We've gone through a massive pandemic. This isn't the right time for this, is what I thought. And at that point, my mind started churning hang on a second, what is their intention? What Mm. is their motives? 
for doing this interview. And it's quite interesting, isn't it? What's happened with Spotify and Pearl, the animated series. I think if all those things had happened, if we had the Archwell podcast, it might well come out soon. You never know. But if all of these initiatives and projects had come out and they had become these global superstars, which I think is what their PR company wanted them to be, then I don't think we'd be having this conversation. We just knew that they would just stay their course and just do their thing. But that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened, actually. And we've got Harry, um, who's the well-being whatever manager or whatever it is, CEO or whatever title they've given him for this coaching and mental health company. I just don't get it. I just don't get their path. And maybe I don't get it. And that's fine. But I just don't think they'll come back. I don't think they'll come back and I don't want them back. And I think as well, in retrospect, looking at the interview, it's funny, ironically, that the Royals, with their relationship with the press, has always been this push and pull. And the Queen famously has never, ever given an interview never given an interview. And Harry goes on to Oprah, which is one of the biggest celebrity interviewers of all time. And he's going on international TV saying, oh, my father cut me off. Are you kidding me? You're a millionaire. I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, the money that Charles gets, which should pay for the Sussexes, and don't get me wrong, Charles pays for the Cambridges as well. That's how the Cambridges earn their money is through Charles and the Duchy of Cornwall. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, and I don't understand his reasoning for going on this show. And maybe it was like his time to like say, no, this is what I'm feeling. But I think our first ever episode was the Oprah interview, wasn't it? And I think now if we listen back to it, probably some of our views would have changed because the more time has gone on, the more inaccuracies have come out. It's just one of those things where it's all come from this one interview and they're never going to be able to come back from it. And as I said, their popularity in the UK has plummeted. They just haven't got that fan base as such as what they used to have. I completely agree with you, Rach. And I don't know what it would take for them to come back into the royal family. I have no clue what that is. I don't think it would ever happen, though. But I'm just trying to think what would happen if they did come back. They'd probably, what, be given the Commonwealth to look after, but they were given that anyway. Do you yeah. see what I mean? I'm just thinking, where would their place be now? Yeah, Where would exactly. they fit in when they branched out to break away with the Kensington Palace brand? They were creating that themselves, which is fine. And yeah, because they, they had Sussex Royal, didn't they? They did, Sussex Royal. And that would have been a lifeline to them to get out that philanthropic message. So let's put it this way. The answer is definitely no. Yeah. <laughs> From my point of view, I wish it didn't work out the way that it did. I wish that it never happened that way. But I actually think divorcing themselves from the institution was always going to be messy. It was always going to be a hard thing to do. And it was always going to feel very synonymous with the abdication. What I'm saying is there was no easy way out. It was going to be hard. It was going to be hard. It was going to be messy. But then I think they just, they added to that. It wasn't just like, we're leaving. We're going to go get a job. We're going to do our charities. I'm going to do the Invictus Games. And I don't mean quietly. I mean, there was no need to go on Oprah. There was no need to write a memoir. But then that's their choice. But you also have to lie in the bed that you make for yourself. And that's what they're doing. 
yeah, they added fuel to the fire, didn't they, in that sense? And I think we won't really see them here in the UK a lot. I think maybe when the Queen passes, we'll see them and possibly Charles's coronation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I, I can't really see them coming over a lot. I mean, Harry always says it's due to security. But as we saw at the Jubilee, I know obviously that was on a national scale. But we didn't even really see them that much, did we? No, because they are now lower ranked, which means they just turn up in a minibus. You know, they don't get the carriages anymore. So yeah, that's our answer to the question. What is yours, Royal Community? Come on over to Instagram, leave us a voice message, and we'll play it in next week's episode. Um, Or just send us a DM and let us know. It's lovely to have you with us. It's lovely for you to be part of the Royal Community. If you'd love to support Rachel and I, you can over on Ko-fi. You can buy us a coffee, £4 or 6 bucks or you can become part of the monthly VIP Royal community where you get exclusive content and a Zoom call with Rachel and I and that is £4 or six bucks monthly. You can also follow us at Keeping Up The Windsors Pod over on Instagram for all the daily royal news and don't forget you can email us at keepingupthewindsorspod at gmail.com and we also have a YouTube. Just search Keeping Up The Windsors and you'll find loads of royal content over there including palace tours and the Jubilee. We went there if you've not caught up catch up now we would love it if you could leave us a five-star review or rate over on spotify or apple podcasts if you're listening on podbean feel free to leave us a comment and also follow the page thank you so much for listening we are looking forward to seeing you next week on keeping Keeping up up with the the windsors